everybody. This is Greg with the Abstract Podcast, a real-time sales coaching software. And we are here today with Keith Lubner from Sales Gravy. Um, I, I kind of have uh, the jitters. I'm, I'm really excited to meet with Keith and, and uh, the Sales Gravy team because uh, when I went to my first sales manager, I asked him, you know, what's the best way to get into sales leadership. And um, he went through his library of books he had on his desk and he handed me a copy of People Follow You. And he said, you learn this book and become this book and you will become a sales leader that everybody wants to follow and you will never have a problem hitting your goals. And um, that really resonated with me. And I, I bring myself bringing back to, to reading that book about once a year to kind of remind myself of some of those principles. So. Here we have Keith Lubner, uh, Executive Vice President, Head of Training at Sales Gravy, um, the company that literally is writing the book on sales training. So really excited to have you, Keith. Please introduce yourself. Uh, thanks, Greg. And it's, it's been a while, but uh, I, lo I love, always love hearing that story with the people follow you. I think uh, uh, it's so true. It's, it's, very, it's very, very simplistic and it's not complex and it, it, it gets right to the heart of how we need to be leaders. So it's so good to hear that story about you. But but yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to be here. We've known each other for a number of years. Uh, you know, I, uh, I run the consulting and, and training side on Sales Gravy. I've been in the channel for over 30 years. I've had, a, you know, as you know, I've had a couple, just for your viewers or your listeners, I've had a couple channel consulting companies. I've, I've built three of them. And uh, it's just been around. <laughs> in fact, I just dated myself. I've been around the block a little bit too, uh, too long, I think. But, uh, but, uh, but, you know, really enjoying myself, joined forces with Jeb, you know, five, six years ago. And, um, you know, we've been just taking off and going like gangbusters over the last several years. So good to be here. Cool. Well, um, you know, the first time we did a podcast together, you had just wrapped up a training with, uh, I think it was UPS. And you were telling me about this large conference room of people. And, um, you know, things have changed a little bit over the past year in terms of how you're presenting. So, you know, I'd love to know just kind of the quick cliff notes version, you know, what's, what, what are the big changes you guys are seeing um, in, in the sales training industry? How are you guys adapting? Um, you know, maybe we'll start there. Okay. So you, you, you just go, you did, you did go back a couple of years there. I think a uh, couple. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember that moment vividly, actually. I, I remember that moment vividly because it, it one of the stories that I use in a lot of keynotes came from that day um, and that morning uh, okay. in the cab ride. So I remember it vividly uh, and very fondly. So it was a, it was a, it's a good story. It's not a tragic story. By any <laughs> sense. So, but, so what, what we're here, you know, what we're seeing, you know, the past years has been just crazy, but, but here's the thing that people need to remember. Okay. And, and, and it's this, there's, um, there's always going to be these moments in history and there always have been moments of history of chaos, upheaval, change, disruption. You know, you, you can go as far back in history as you want. Let's just go back early part of the uh, 20th century, flu pandemic, World War One, World War Two, you know, all these other conflicts, you know, and we don't even, we're not even touching on, on all these other pandemics that were occurring that we're not even aware of, uh -huh. you know, 2008, 2009, the economic uh, meltdown. And then you get into, you know, you know, before that 9-11, it just, there's, there's always something happening. There's always a disruption. And uh -huh. the thing that everybody has to remember is on the backside of every single disruption, there's always innovation and something good happening. Always. 
Love so that. if you look at each disruption, World War One, two, you name it. I almost said three. That was weird. One <laughs> and two. There's always like great companies that are born, and then always great things that people do or skills that people learn. Uh-huh. Now is one of those times for salespeople. Undoubtedly, now is one of those times because we recognized a year ago when there was a shift. I mean, right away, Jeb, Jeb wrote this book called Virtual Selling, and it went straight to number one. And there was a reason for it because of, of what I just said. On the backside, if you learn some new skills around how you can, and we use this term a lot, blend, blend traditional ways of selling, phone, um, email, email, all of that, text, into virtual selling, getting on video, and what your setup needs to look like. And, and the technology you need to leverage within your setup. If you blend the two of them, that combination is, is going to get you to be more efficient, more effective, and more productive in the end. And the ultra high performers that we're talking to, that we train day in and day out, they're leveraging this. Their pipelines are bigger. They're, they're closing more opportunities. They're happier individuals. And it's all because they took the moment to, to decide, I need to adapt I need to change. This is not something that I want to cower and let and let the the waves of of history hit me and then pound me down. This is when I need to learn to surf those waves. And by learning to surf the waves and getting new new skill sets, they're now on the forefront and they're going to be the the people that are knocking doors down for for years and years to come. I love that. I love that. You know, through uh, diamonds are forged through pressure, right? So kind of. The, the times we're in are, are forcing change and people that adapt and overcome that change uh, come out on top. And um, I think that's, that's a great reminder that through every one of these kind of bad periods of recent human history, there have been positive things that come out of that. And focusing on that, um, I think, is a, a good reminder for us all to uh, kind of have some good takeaways over the past year. Yeah. So let's dive into to that a little bit. So over the past year, you guys have adapted your sales training model. Um, I'd love to know, you know, what's the number one topic that people that keeps coming up that you guys keep kind of coming back to and keep helping companies with? What does that seem to be? Okay. Well, well, there, there, there's a couple of them. I mean, obviously, pipeline is 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 one. Like, he, I, I get this question all the time. How can I get better at prospecting, developing business, increasing my pipeline? But we also get the question of, you know, there, you know, a lot of people struggle around that, but, but we get the question of, and, and we got it last, last March. I mean, we got it last March when, I mean, I remember this, I got off the plane on March 15th. It was the last flight I took, <laughs> last flight I took in 2020. And I had, I had flown those first three months. I had flown probably 25,000 miles those first wow. three months. So I got off the plane on March 15th and my phone that week was just ringing off the hook. Now we saw the pandemic coming, but we didn't see it coming as dramatically as so. We didn't see like the rush on toilet paper. <laughs> we didn't see <laughs> things like that, right? And we didn't see the dramatic effects of the mask and all of that. We, we, we thought eh, it's something, you know, what's going to happen, but we didn't think how disruptive it would be. So my phone was ringing off the hook. Jeb's phone was ringing off the hook, as you can imagine, you know, so, same with some other folks. And we were getting the same question. Keith, what do I do now? How do I do it? I, I, you know, should I prospect? 
And will I turn people off if I do prospect? I'm a senior salesperson. How do I now exist? Because being a senior salesperson, and people were, were saying this, I was brilliant. They would say, I was brilliant in person. Now I got to move into this virtual world. I don't know what to do. Yeah. They were brilliant in person because, because they were brilliant at connecting to people. So at the, at the, at the core level, we still have to connect to people no matter what technology we have out there is doing we still have to connect to people we still have to connect on an emotional level because in the at the end of the day people buy from people it's an emotional connection you have with people so they were they were struggling with how do i do that more effectively as it relates to everything in the sales process prospecting running through um to negotiation um you know the, the how do i conduct an effective meeting everything they were all now confused how do i do this now as it relates to this world. Uh -huh. So technology is great. Technology enables us effectively to do these things, but we have to think of technology as exactly what I just said, as an enabler to the human to human connection and, and, and as an enabler to shrinking sales cycles down and as an enabler to all that. We can't look at technology as a replacement for all of that. That's so a we good were getting point. that question left and right, right? Left and yeah. right, we we're getting that, that question. Yeah. And so did you see like an influx of companies trying to figure out like, how do we keep this, this human connection? How do I bring my outside reps into inside reps? But then was there any types of questions around, you know, what technology, you know, how do I use technology? I know a lot about what Sales Gravy talks about is it's human to human selling but technology almost becomes like a mandatory thing, a mandatory component of the sales process. So are companies coming to you guys trying to figure out like, how do we use technology? Where does that fit into the sales process? You know, are those things that you guys help companies with? Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because the reality is, in the world that we live in, the reality is we exist with both. Yeah. So we have to leverage both. So we were getting questions on how do I leverage technology effectively to now conduct the meeting virtually? Uh -huh. And and we mastered it, quite frankly. We've absolutely mastered it. You 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 have seen my setup. <laughs> you, <Yep. laughs> you, we have mastered it. We, we we have mastered how do you engage with people effectively? How do you to how do you break the patterns that they're used to? Because they're they're here's the reality: people are stuck because they're 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 experiencing bad virtual meetings. Just yeah, god awful bad meetings. And now the experience on the other end with the person that they're having the meetings with is not a good experience. Now that's a that's a way that that you know they're leveraging technology not in a good way. Uh -huh. So we'll teach them how do you leverage it in an effective way where you can still engage people as if you were in person, and use technology around, you know how can you leverage you know email and sequencing and all of that effectively? How can you leverage back from your days PRM world you know systems? How can you yep. leverage that effectively to engage your sellers in real time? not losing the human to human. So we talk a lot about, especially now, the concept of blending, meaning you have all of these great technologies sitting out there. You have, you know, virtually you have, you have the Zooms of the world. You have, I mean, I just learned of another platform today. You have all these platforms, FaceTime, all, all of that, but you have email that you can leverage. You have text that you can leverage. You have uh, voicemail you can leverage. You have, you have, video messaging that you can leverage. And when you combine everything into the sales process it, at different steps, 
that blending now think of this that blending of technology in all the sales steps allows you to have more meaningful dialogue with people and engagement with people so that's a classic example of leveraging technology in our new world to still maintain a high level of collaboration and engagement with people i like the blending i think that's a, an important word there right because um <clears throat> And maybe it's just because Keith, I've kind of grown up with technology in my sales career. I've been using technology, but I had I had some um, at the risk of getting yelled at. Um, I had some older sales reps come to me and ask me, you know, how do I how do I use Zoom? Like, how do I read person yeah. <laughs> on a Zoom call? Right? If if their camera's not on, how do I read facial expressions? And um, we started getting into conversations around, well, now you actually have to listen, right? You're listening for tone, pitch, what words they're using, um, is there excitement or doubt in their voice? And so, um, again, that blend of you have the technology, but now you actually maybe have to find a new skill, like active listening actually has to mean active listening now. Um, so you you definitely continue have to blend the two. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that word there, blending, when I talk about how to use technology in the sales process. It's, it's so true. I mean, think about engagement and, and, and you're blending this. I mean, just on our call here, I mean, if you don't actively tell somebody on a, on a Zoom call, getting on video, that your eyes will move off the camera and onto the screen. If you don't say that, the first thing somebody thinks about, now think about engagement is, oh my gosh, your eyes are off over here. You must be paying attention to something else, uh -huh. i.e. not paying attention to me. Absolutely. So those techniques, the older folks and, 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 and still young folks too. I mean, don't get me wrong, but, but the senior level folks, this is what I was hearing a lot of like, how do I do this, Keith? I, when I'm in person, I can, I can see Greg's eyes right there. I know if he's looking at something over here, but when I'm in this meeting here, I have no idea what he's looking at. How do I keep yeah. his engagement going? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's kind of goes back to um, intrinsic curiosity, asking questions. So there's, there's, there's an art to inside selling and leveraging technology and you have to learn to blend the two together. Absolutely. Um, is there any correlation between like successful deployment of technology and then actually adopting the techniques that sales gravy kind of has um, pioneered and continues to teach like does is there a way to use technology to, to kind of reinforce and measure the success of a sales gravy training session that maybe you you deploy out to an sdr team or a sales team um, yeah, well, we, we train a lot of SDRs, a lot of BDRs, a lot of those sort of teams and, you know, also strategic selling teams. There's no doubt about, about that. And, um, you know, with the concepts that we, we, talk, we talk about blocking your time we, and, we, and we, we have people do that. And when you block your time, there's certain tasks within that. Let me give you an example of maybe there's prospecting. So you have a block of prospecting time. Well, when you condense your time into, into that block and you can prospect more, Technology plays a really important factor there because you have to develop lists around where you're where you're prospecting. You have to catalog what you're you know who you're talking to so that you have follow-ups. You uh, you need real-time access to if you get into a conversation with somebody, let me have access to the to the information. So we talk about you know there you know a person's successful cadence needs to be not only the the mindset but it has to be systematic as well. Mm -hmm. Meaning the systems have to be there to enable you to make as many calls that you can and not get distracted. Now, that's where a lot of salespeople fall short. 
what happens is they go into a day and they say, I'm going to make 20 calls in a day. Well, we know how that works. You make one call, you get distracted, you make another call, there's an email, you make another call, you do this. And it's just mind boggling. So when you teach them first, here's when you need to do the calls. Well, you have to support that with the technology stack behind that to enable them to make those calls. And it, Good point. Yes, it, it could be as easy as the phone all the way through the CRM system and anywhere in between. You have to support them that way. That's a good point. Not not just, hey, go make 100 phone calls um, in a day. It's here's the technology. Here's how to use the technology. Here's how to track your success throughout the course of a day. Um, so, yeah, never really been, never really thought about that. That's such a good point, right? You have to be able to, uh, you know, I, I guess in my, I've onboarded, you know, a fair amount of sales reps, and I just kind of assume that they know how to, use that technology to accomplish their goals. Yeah. Maybe I should rethink that in my in my onboarding of reps. Learn some from you every time we talk, <laughs> Keith. Appreciate that. A <laughs> um, couple minutes left here. I've, I've got a couple really big takeaways, but I have to ask one question. Um, people love you, Fanatical Military Prospecting, Inked. Um, we all have our favorite sales gravy book. Which one's your favorite? Oh my gosh, that's a that's a, it's um, a loaded I question. I it know. is a loaded question because I teach every single one of them. Um, sales EQ is a really good one because that is um, that en encompasses that's like the uh, the rocket fuel on top of everything. It's uh, it there's some such such important connection elements in the, in that book, and it's applied to every single other book, by the way. So um, it's it's really good. Fanatic processing is is fantastic because it's 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 you know no um, no BS. Just here's what you need to do, right? Yeah. Boom. Here's how you need to do it. Sales EQ is 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 very interesting because it touches on the five magical questions that people think about all the time. And when you truly align to that, everything else comes into play. Everything else comes into play. That's a good point. That's like your your foundation, right? That's uh, the foundation you build the house on. That emotional intelligence to know how to prospect and how to read a response or how to read someone on a call. Um, so I, I I I go back and forth between sales EQ and people follow you in terms of my oh my yeah two that, favorite I mean, books. Yeah, I mean I, I train on all of them. I mean virtual selling is neat because it's just. It's, it's so new and everything, but yeah, sales EQ, we even apply that into virtual selling. I mean, when you're in a virtual meeting, you know, you have to answer those five questions in the virtual meeting. So that aligns you to do asking questions, letting people talk, doing active listening, but it all starts with those five questions. It's a good point. Good point. I love it. Well, I have a couple really big takeaways from our time together, Keith. Um, first one, really um, going back to the beginning of our conversation around this adapting and overcoming through challenging times and the the winners quote unquote are going to be the people that have um, embraced technology embraced a worker remote environment have um, been tested through the pressure of learning how to sell in this environment and um, have come out on top so i really think that's a good reminder that uh, through tough times there can be opportunity if you're willing to uh, kind of look kind of pick your head up and see what the future holds. So I really like that. Um, and then blending of technology. So I've always used the word integration of technology, but um, I really like the word blending more because I think blending 
in my mind, means that there's opportunity to kind of weave back and forth yeah. um, as opposed to just maybe bi-directional, which kind of means integrated. I really think a, a blended approach of kind of moving in and out of technology and human experience and emotion really is a, a better way of looking at it. And so th those companies that embrace a world where technology is blended into the buying and selling experience, I think um, really, really will be the winners throughout all this. Yeah. So I really uh, got some good key takeaways here, some things that I'm personally gonna change about how I'm doing some stuff. And um, again, thank you for, for your time. Um, for anybody who wants to learn more about Sales Gravy, get in touch with you guys. What's the best way to get in touch with uh, with you, Keith, and the Sales Gravy team? Sure, sure. So, I mean, obviously, you can follow us on um, um, on LinkedIn and all that. We have a page up there and, and, and all. Um, go to salesgravy.com. Subscribe to our blog. We're always releasing new content every single day. Even connect with me and some of my colleagues. Uh, Kay Lubner, I'm, um, I'm on LinkedIn, and you'll see everything that we post and, and put up there. Uh, it's, cool. uh, it's pretty uh, pretty extraordinary the amount of content that we have flowing right now. Uh, I can't even keep up with it all. So <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, I appreciate your time and uh, thank you for sharing some nuggets of wisdom with us today. Uh, Greg, it's been awesome. Thank you for having me and uh, uh, you know, good luck with everything. Thanks. Cool. Thanks. Bye.